Welcome to the Staff Room with Che and Pav, an educational podcast where we talk about all kinds of topics surrounding education, from professional development to things about the job that bother us. Thanks for joining us today for our seventh episode of this first season. And uh, speaking of things that bother us, sitting next to me is my co-host, Che Janey. Che, why don't you say hi? And here's a pitch, and that ball's driven deep to left center field. That ball is far. It is up. It is. Welcome to the staff room with Cheney and Wander. Absolutely. Episode number seven, we're flying, we're rolling, we're building, we're growing, we're having a great time. And we are just as excited to record episode seven as we were one. One can maybe even argue more excited to record this seventh episode in our season. So now that I've been totally taken down, taken apart, <laughs> but it's entirely justified. If you do follow us on Twitter, social media, you've seen I posted a few uh, videos of us getting ready. And by us getting ready, that means I am ready. And I'm simply waiting for Pav to catch up. You know what? I'm really busy during the day. I need a few minutes at the end of the day. Not everybody is at sports tournaments all day long. So I, I need a few minutes to get myself together and gather my thoughts just, and make some notes. I'm just a gym guy, eh? Like, it's, it's really tough to do my job, eh? Like, I go down, I open up the storage room, and kids, free time, and then, like, that's pretty exhausting. It is, yeah. Well, I'm sure you're exhausted. <laughs> but you are right. This has been an exceptionally busy week for sports. I have been out, I think, three days in a row. Girl soccer, boy soccer, cross country. I know you've helped me with transportation on a couple of those events. It is draining getting those kids out for those athletic activities. Sometimes you're lucky and you can drive. Other times you're not so lucky and you got to take the, the bus. But I've got a bus interlude that is going to come next week. I got oh. some public transportation stories and things to think about that are going to be quite, I'd say serious, but then people would stop listening because I know I'd be lying, quite entertaining for my interlude. But that's our interlude. What do we got scheduled for this week? So today we are going to be talking about uh, teacher fitness and uh, athleticism for the teachers. So the focus is not on, um, not per se on the, the gym program in the school and the gym program in, for the students, but more so for, for the teachers themselves and what are teachers doing and what are the benefits and why, why is it so important for teachers to maintain their own fitness program, their own athleticism outside of the school and how it's going to help not only just the teachers, but the students as well. We are definitely here to pop you up. The accents are great, Che. I'm loving them. So Sorry, that was yeah. actually a special guest that had walked into that the was, studio. Oh, but... Mr. Schwarzenegger was in here. <laughs> 100%. Yes. You know, absolutely. We are here to talk about fitness this week. And you know what? You've got a great list. I'd say we have a great list. I guess we have a great list of all the things we want to go and all the topics we're going to do. And we have people lined up for interviews and we're excited to get those going. And then this just came up on the screen. If I were to reconnect to a former Twitter uh uh, episode we did exploring on Twitter and this site teacher fit just came up and I was intrigued and we looked and we shared and we read and he said this is exciting this taps into our love of teaching and taps into our love of fitness and being athletic and making a great connection for the two and often you said we make that connection towards getting our students athletic and active and moving well, what about a little self-care, a little bit of wellness, which isn't always relaxation and downtime, but sometimes it's about getting fired up, getting geared up, getting energized, getting adrenaline pumping, working out, and working out is going to make you feel good. So we just explored and we found and said, we got to do this now. And we had some great uh, conversations um, 
with the teacher fit on Twitter and boom, boom, boom. They seem just as excited as we did to have a conversation about it. And we already know we're going to bring them on for a secondary episode with some interviews so they can get full into their program. But that was it. And then we said, we are doing fitness today. Yeah, that's right. And just to give a little bit of background about the teacher fit program, uh, its mission is to give educational leaders the tools to take care of their staff so they can impact their students to their fullest capacity. So um, it's a tech-based, a technology-based mental and physical wellness platform designed specifically for educators. And they feature specifically on nutrition, fitness, and yoga programs. So uh, it's a fantastic program. Uh, and we'll talk more about that and uh, and how we came across it and and sort of where it went for us. So let's talk about fitness. Let's talk about some stories. We are both avid fans of being athletic and being fit and be working out. And we absolutely know that when it comes back to our teaching, it makes us better teachers. Got us groove, got us fired up. A good workout is just going to get the adrenaline pump. It makes you feel good about yourself. And when you feel good about yourself and it's you're building strength and building new routines, it only comes back to impact your teaching and impact your students. When you're in a good place, when you're feeling good about your own personal growth, um, it only transcends into your classroom. So, sorry, go ahead. Finish. No, go ahead. Jump right in. No, I was just Cut gonna... me off again. Just like every staff meeting. It felt like a natural pause. So it just jumped in. You know, if, if, if you don't get an edge, a word in edgewise, you don't get one in with you. So I'm just, I'm just going to throw myself in there. Um, just to piggyback off of what you're saying, Che. <laughs> Typical, just like staff meeting, cut me off and then piggyback. I got it. <laughs> well, okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, to talk about mood, right? So yes, the adrenaline that's pumping carries carries on into the next day. It's your your confidence level is boosted because you feel good about yourself. Uh, you've got that adrenaline, and you've got your your mood is just generally elevated once you come in for uh, the next day after working out, or even even during lunchtime or in the morning or after school. You've got a fitness program that is happening in the school for teachers. You're going to 100% you are going to feel better after that. And so that can only mean good things for your students as well. That's all I need to say, Che. Go ahead. Oh, we'll fire right in. You know what? A couple things. Sometimes you talk about being athletic. Certain teachers are already more athletic. It's more of their lifestyle. But we want to encourage teachers that maybe aren't as comfortable, haven't spent a lot of their days coming up necessarily being involved in sort of the sports community where it's more natural to lend itself to being athletic and being active. And certainly in in my context, I've been athletic. I've played sports. So the gym component, and obviously that's my subject that I teach, it's a little bit more natural, and it's one thing for me to promote. But I don't want to necessarily just promote that type of, of situation. It's about getting everyone active, and there's all kinds of things you can do. I think about our school and what we're doing for staff athletically. There's a couple of things that are going on that have happened over time. Some stay, some maintain. Early on in my days here, we had a great teacher that used to run a pre-morning workout routine. Nice, simple, little bit of yoga, some stretchy bands. And there were seven, eight, nine teachers that would come in 30 minutes before the day. In this case, only one day a week, but it was part of the school culture, part of the school routine. And this one teacher put it on themselves to run these activities. So you and your schools, if it's not you or you know someone, you can set this up, take your large gym, go in there one morning a week run a small little program. There's lots of videos like the teacher fit videos you could tap into to get yourself moving or active. 
Perhaps you don't like anything that's structured. When I think of our school, it's lunchtime, people do an extracurricular, but there are always different pockets of teachers alongside all the other great work they're doing, taking their time to get in their walks, going on little walking excursions, 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there. we got teachers with, you know, with their Fitbits and their Apple Watches that are comparing steps. Oh, I have my 20,000 steps today. I have my 18,000 steps today. And if you go for a walk at lunchtime, you're going to find two or three different groups of teachers out there enjoying the environment, going for a walk. And that is something for sure you can do at your school. Take the active, take action on that. You, two, three, four other people, your grade team, go for a walk. Instead of chatting in the staff room, you can just listen to the staff room later on a podcast That's and right. go for a walk. You could just play the play the podcast uh, uh, on your on your uh, earbuds as you're as you're walking. Why Assuming not? you have to walk by yourself. You know what? I used to do that quite a bit last year. And it was part of my own mental health and well-being. Um, so you, sometimes you just need to. This week, as you mentioned earlier, has been insane for the both of us. Extremely busy. And you need to take that mental break. And, and I used to do it quite often. I would, you know, put on my podcasts. And, you know, the staff room didn't exist back then. So I had to listen to other stuff. Uh, so I would yawn. Put, yeah, yawn is right. Except for all the staff rooms <laughs> and podcasts that I follow, you're all truly amazing. So I, I'd put on a podcast and I'd go for a 40 minute walk around the neighborhood. Um, and you get to know your neighborhood a little bit better. And then, uh, you get to listen to some awesome podcasts or even music and, and you kind of unwind a little bit, you decompress, you get out of, you know, the rut, you get out of the craziness and just sort of your mental health, you need it. You need that. And yeah, there are a lot of teachers that do go out for walks. Um, we also go out for walks once in a while when we're not needed so much in the school by the students. Um, go out for a walk and enjoy the fresh air and, you know, the nice sunny weather when when we have it. And, and just take your mind off of being in the classroom for a little while, it is so very important for our mental health. I love that you're talking about what you can do as an individual. As I spoke on how you can team up with great partners or people and talk about how you can structure things, but it is just as valid. You know what? Do something for yourself. That internal motivation is by far a greater motivation than those external motiv motivators, although they're really helpful. And sometimes it's great to work out in buddies or have a little school program. But as you highlight, you don't need to have those things. You can absolutely 100% Take it, take it on yourself. Do your walks for yourself. Enjoy that working out. Uh, when I think of other things, I think about our schools. I mean, our school and your school can be just as fit. Think of all those things we just talked about. A little weekly morning program, walking around at lunch, doing something for yourself, even working in your own classroom. We have so many smart boards these days in tech. You can easily pop up a video. Teacher Fit has videos for you. Jump in your classroom. I know in here I've got a couple of skipping ropes. I have a couple of plates. I have an aerobic step. If it's a long day and I already know I'm not getting to the gym, I can jump up and be athletic and get a little quick workout in my room. That's definitely something that you can do. Um, I've done that in the past as well. And even running an after-school uh, fitness program. And, and it's so easy now. It's so easy to be fit at school. I Every school that I've taught at has had a group of teachers that's been interested in some sort of fitness program. I myself don't come from a sports background, but um, as I have uh, matured uh, over the past little while, I have <laughs> sort of uh, really fell in love with being fit. And it's become a really important part of my life. It's a drug. 
It, it is. is addictive. Once you start working out, ultimately, it is just about that first three days, that first week. Once you get past the hump, it is addictive. It's not so much a grind anymore. It's like you are ready to go. You are primed to go. Absolutely. Great yeah. point. Absolutely. You have to do it. You have to. You don't feel like yourself unless you do it. And so and, and the benefits, as we talked about, there, there's so many of them. Let's not forget about the fact that you work in a school, a germ-filled school. The more you are working out, the more you are staying fit, the healthier your immune system is going to be and the better you are going to be at, at you know, defending your body from all of the germs that are around you. And uh, your kids need that. Your kids need you there. You, you don't want to be sick at home all the time because, uh, because your body can't fight these, these germs that you're so surrounded by. So it is very important. Um, like I was saying, I don't come from a, a sports background, but fitness is very important. I can tell you don't come from a sports background. We play those students versus teachers volleyball games. It is a dead giveaway. Um, excuse me. I believe I was on the winning team last time. That's only because I refed. And I kept oh. calling serve violations on those students. I showed them who was boss that day. Oh, but Mr. J ah, no, Mr. Cheney, me, serve violation, teacher ball. I got to okay. cut you off there for a second. Yeah. And although we don't want to necessarily talk about teaching and teaching practice, I think once you start getting into this lifestyle change, I think there's you have to address the fact that it is going to change your teaching practice because you're already going to know and now see and be more vibrant with your athletics, and it's going to come in to your class. And I connect back to our school. You see the same teachers that are going for walks are the same teachers that are taking their kids on nature walks, adapting what they're doing in their learning to then improving their classroom delivery. I know in my room when I got a little bit older, when I wasn't so young and spry, and I had to work a little harder to stay in shape, as you do, because I am <clears throat> 47. Don't do the math. Don't do the math. Once you get a little age, you got to work a little bit harder. And I recalled, you know, doing all these other little things. So it wasn't necessarily just about going out and playing basketball with your boys on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. It was other things to stay in shape. And it was watching Tai Bo videos. It was doing a little bit of this. It was doing chair aerobics. And all of a sudden, I can more easily incorporate a morning of chair aerobics in my class and say, let's go out and play basketball. And all of a sudden, my class culture transformed. My class program transformed because now I was including athletics and being fit and in shape with me doing it and my class doing it and the class benefits. So you have your fitness Fridays. My class does chair aerobics. They do a lot of groaning, but in the long run, they don't. They anticipate, they understand, and it does change classroom culture. So as you change and you become more fit and more strong and more into it, it's going to impact your classroom delivery. So, yeah, just to talk a little bit more about that, it, it is so important for you to model good behavior for your students. And, um, fitness falls into the same category. We want to show our students that it, how important it is and actually model it for them. And the more you do that, they may moan and groan because they don't always like the uh, the fitness videos, the especially the really grueling ones. Um, but in the end, they do realize the benefits. And when they see you are so excited about it, they also start to pick up on that and see the importance and possibly go out and do the same thing. Um, you know, there's a lot more playing that happens outside that I've been noticing with the older students and they usually don't play. They're usually just sitting around, you know, just talking and walk slow strolls around the, um, around the field, but they are a lot more active and they see how important it is to you and that passion that you bring to towards uh, fitness in the classroom, that it really rubs off on them, I think. 
Agreed, 100%. And you know, now it's time for one of Mr. Cheney's playful anecdotal moments. Yeah. I've always been, as we've commented before, a little bit more on the athletic side. It's part of my, my lifestyle. It's part of how I brought up. And so I am aware that, you know, I'm more lent to these tendencies and certainly it's impacted my teaching. But as I did comment, as I got older, I had to fine tune my working out. It's not just about going out and playing ball all the time. But as you know, last year I had a devastating knee injury playing baseball. So devastating so that my knee was had to have emergency surgery. I was down. I was out. I couldn't work. And then, of course, I wanted to get back to work because I loved working. And then when I got back to work, I struggled. I couldn't find the groove. I was in such, I guess, in my rehab, but still so far back in the rehab that I wasn't being active. I couldn't move around. I couldn't run around. I couldn't jog. And it was probably the only time in my 19, 20 years of teaching where I felt out of sorts, not in control of my classroom. Not that the class was out of control, but just not spearheading anything. And I don't know if there really was a difference or not, but I know I felt off. When the day was done, I just hadn't felt like I had delivered my best program. I didn't feel as engaged. I didn't feel as into it. And I was just goes back when I caught on to teacher fit. And it just sort of makes you fine tune your thinking when you start to put all these things into sort of an educational pedagogy that my teaching was inhibited and lacked when I got hurt. And although I rushed to come back, you could maybe argue, you know what, maybe you didn't need to rush to come back. You had to get yourself fully strong, the strength fully back. And although I was mentally ready, once I started working and I wasn't physically in my place, my injury was far more crippling than I thought. It wasn't just about having a bad knee where you can't walk and you're hobbling around. It almost made it impossible for me to really find my groove again when I got into got back to work. It's it's so important when it's so ingrained in who you are as a person. And when you can't do what you love to do so much, it definitely affects you. And that mental health portion is so huge. If you're not feeling yourself, you're not going to be able to bring your best self to the class. And it is definitely going to make a huge difference. Kids really feed off of your uh, your mood and the way that you bring yourself to the classroom. And oftentimes, we we as teachers, we do our best to you know put on a smile for them, even though we are feeling terrible about whatever is going on in our lives. But um, they they really need it. They need us to be there for them. And it's and it's often very very difficult to to put on that face. So yeah, when it's it's a part of who you are and, and all of a sudden it's not part of you, um, that definitely shines through. So um, I'm glad you're able to get back to doing what you love to do. And the kids are definitely feeding much more off of that than, than um, last year. It, it, it's, it's a massive difference. And, and I'm glad you're back where you were before. Bigger, stronger, faster than ever. The new and improved bionic Mr. Cheney. <laughs> Exactly. So let's get to where the inspiration of this whole talk, because we love talking fitness, and we certainly we've highlighted or tried to preach to teachers, get yourself involved. It's going to improve your mood. It's going to improve your energy. It's infectious. Once you catch the fire, it is an addictive drug. You're just going to want to keep pushing it out. But we were inspired, because these are things that were part of our lifestyle, and part of our teaching. But sometimes you just need a little something that makes you reflect on what you're doing. So all of a sudden, when we found on Twitter, we found this teacher fit and Nicholas Mann I believe is the organizer runner of it once we found that and started to go through his videos it's we started to reflect on our pedagogy and how the way we were doing things and the way we were being active outside was impacting our teaching and so we have to give it its total due and its total time right now 
online on our read on our details of this pod, podcast. Go check it out. Teacher Fit on Twitter. All kinds of things that we're talking about. Quick videos for you. Daily challenges for you to get engaged in. It's a network. We talked about how to network. You can network with people in your school to have sort of an organized program. You can have sort of network casual walks. You can have individual walks. But it may be part of being an individual or your own comfort level is connecting to an athletic, active community that's outside on that online world. Teacher Fit is a great place to go. People that know their stuff, in shape, giving you workouts that are quick, easy to follow, engaging, fun, and a whole new network to connect yourself to being that fit athletic teacher, giving that time to you to make you better. It's going to make you enjoy your job more. It's going to make you enjoy yourself more. And ultimately, it's going to make for better teaching pedagogy and a better classroom and better culture. That's right. And uh, Teacher Fit is a program that uh, a lot of schools um, have adopted and it's it's huge in the US. It has recently come to Canada and uh, there are a couple of places within Canada where it's just now branched off into. And uh, Nick Mann, as Che mentioned, is the founder of the Teacher Fit program. He's a He's a U.S. Marine Corps veteran who moved on to own his own fitness build, uh, business after the military for the past nine years. His passion was always to work with students, and he ran an after-school program in the health and fitness area. Uh, he did that for about three years, I believe. And then he saw a need for um, an improved wellness program for teachers, educational professionals, administration, anyone who works in a school, really. And... Uh, and so that they could set an example and impact students. I love that part of the program, that it was more than just reaching out to students. Because you can reach out to students and you can make an impact. But if you start to do some math, where can I make the greatest impact? Well, if I know my teachers are my frontline workers with my students, then if I can make them better and more engaged in fitness, the, trip, the ripple down effect is going to impact all of them. So I really love that fact that I'm going to connect to the teacher, support the teacher, make the teacher stronger, because I know if I got good, strong, healthy teachers, it's only going to benefit our students. Absolutely. And so that's that's where it stems from. Um, and we are, as, as Che mentioned earlier, we are going to have a part two where we talk to Nick and um, – and sort of get his input and see see where where the program stemmed from and what he's seen the program go through and how he's seen it evolve and um, and how we can incorporate programs like these in our schools as well to continue the growth um, when it comes to being fit and including athletics in, in ourselves as educators. Give him his time to talk about his program because I think of it like music lyrics. The, the author of the song has an intention and they write their lyrics and they, and they hope you get a message from it. But I, as a listener, pick and choose and gravitate to certain points. So our podcast reflects how we interpreted what we saw, what we picked up on what we saw. Maybe we've hit on some of his key points and we've missed some of his key points or we focused on something. So this is good on both parts with that musical lyric. I've heard something and this is how I've taken it in and this is where I'm going to go with it. And I like how we've taken in this information. But having him in is just going to fine tune where his extra points of emphasis were. And ultimately, teaching and all these things all rely on that. I have a certain message I'm trying to deliver, but how is that message delivered? Whether good or bad, it's always going to be interpreted a certain way. So we took out a couple of key points ourselves from his uh, Twitter page and we've engaged with him on Twitter and got involved in some of his challenges. I'm pretty sure I won that challenge. 
Still waiting for confirmation on my medium. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure right. Jonathan, Mr. I, oh, I'm blanking now. Jonathan on there. I remember his first name. He wanted a large. but uh, And I, I don't know if I saw a, a pick, per se. I think he just questioned that he was going to win a large. I'm pretty sure with my pick and the two pictures of my watch that I got a medium shirt coming in. But we're definitely going to have them on and definitely going to fine-tune so he can talk about what he wanted to talk about. And as we're talking about, we picked up on the components that we thought were important to us that have really fine-tuned and connected to our teaching pedagogy. And uh, I hope that you guys have also picked up on some important things. Many of you can probably relate to what we're talking about, and, and, and I know that that's true because there are lots of people who value fitness in their personal lives, even you know within the school that you work in, you're, there's surely a lot of people who take it very seriously. And it's now about coming together and developing something that you can do as, as a staff. Uh, maybe you could have some challenges within the school with each other. You can set up a bulletin board somewhere in the school where you, you know, you list how many burpees you could do that day and you can track that information over time. And, you know, to extend that, your kids can do some data management activities with that information. So there's tons of places where we can take this. Um, it's about getting started. It's about getting active. It's about elevating your mood. It's about, you know, um, upping that mental health, and which is, we know is so important. And um, we got to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of our kids. Agreed. 100%. Love this talk today. Love what we got to. Love this teacher fit site. Read our details. Find all the links. Get yourself involved. Go on Twitter. Explore. Communicate. Have fun. Reach out. This getting fit is so important. Get yourself fit. A variety of different ways we talked about here. You can do it personally. You can make a little staff group. You can make a little casual walking group. You can go online. You can find videos. You can make a network, a support group to get yourself Fired up, get yourself active and moving. And being active and moving is just going to make you a more engaged teacher, a more passionate teacher. Not that you don't have these things, but it's just like filling up the gas tank. You're going to feel so good when you've been working out, recharged, fully charged. It's just going to impact the way you deliver curriculum, the way you handle your day. The more you work out, it's like this drug. It's just infectious. It's just going to bring you to a whole nother level. That's right. And I think that's our episode for today. Uh, remember that we are going to be doing a part two on this episode. Um, and so look out for that. Uh, just one more thing I wanted to mention. We got new music for this episode. So I wanted to just mention that we have uh, Nick Brighton who did, uh, sorry, Noah Brighton who did our music for this episode. And uh, so hope you guys like that. We're really excited about it. Welcome to the big time big when you get time. your own podcast music. That's right. So hope There's you guys like that. Always something to talk about in the staff room. Remember to inspire, don't, don't require. require.